It is summertime, so you know it's time to talk about summer bodies. Ladies, is your body bikini ready? Fellas, is you going to take that shirt off in the pool this year? This we're going to take actually active. We're talking about, do you feel confident in your body? Do people body shame you? Do you think you need to go get a little nipped up somewhere? We about to get into it right here on Textually Active. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Textually Active. Textually active. This is your weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships and relationships and all the ships in between. I'm Rez and I got Measy with me. What it do? What's up, Measy? I got uh, Tony on the boards. That's why I missed the textually active. Don't worry about it. We're gonna get it good. We're gonna get them clean. It's all right. Um, and EA is uh, in these streets networking, trying to get the bag and bring the bag back. Bring the bag back. Yeah, uh, I uh, worked my first full 40 hours this week. Woo! I don't know how the hell y'all do this. All right, Tony, we got to get to it. You got to hit it when when it sounds like it's hittable. (laughs) We over here smacking each other's hands. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's up, bro. How was it? Uh, I don't know how people do it. I didn't get home until 930, just trying to keep my main schedule um, making sure I eat, making sure my house is good, making sure I'm working out, but we'll get to that later. And just like trying to make sure I'm doing my damn job. It's real. That's, that's, that's real. I <sighs> feel it. Oh my uh, gosh. And I haven't worked a full-time job since like 2019. Yeah. I feel you. It's uh, nuts. Niggas, uh, went from unemployed in March to now. A supervisor at work. That's right. So I spent all That's week right. training Woo. doing that. Damn, Tony. <laughs> but uh, we spent all spent all week doing that shit. So I understand <laughs> this shit been difficult. I've been at home at ten o'clock. Yeah. And shit. <laughs> like, what time do you have to wake up though? Uh, I've been I've been going in in the afternoon at like four, but okay. I didn't stand till ten. So a nigga working a full eight again. Yeah. Shit nuts. That's crazy. It's so wild thinking about like. How we was we wasn't doing nothing anything last year, and I keep I had to tell my coworkers all week that you know this is my first time coming back. By one p.m., I needed some coffee because I'm used to just working five hours and being done and getting home. Mm-hmm. But it was it's truly an adjustment. Um, being an adult is tragic. Um, if you're in a situation where you don't have to work, I say don't do it for as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you pay for a degree like me and you want to get your money's worth. Cause hey, I mean hey. that's the only thing that got me back into work. If you don't have if you even got your degree, you don't really have to work. You don't really gotta get your money's worth for it. I'm just trying to get ahead of Sally Mae's call because I know it's coming. You the only one that's trying to answer. <laughs> <laughs> what they say, I've forgiven myself for that. She need to forgive herself for that. That's all that's all on her now. That's between her and God. Right. But between being an adult and something that's been on my mind all week and something that's been a hot topic forever, I feel like, um, is body image. Um, maintaining this lifestyle as a, a civilian, as a regular adult, 
um, doing your day to day and then taking care of yourself outside of the 40 hours that you put in at work or what you're doing for your household and everything, making sure your body and your appearance is up to date. And I feel like currently we live in a society where we put so much pressure, especially on women for our bodies and how they look. And I just wanted to come in here and talk about that for the people. Can we talk about that? Not sure. Let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Uh, so, do, do this mean I'm in women's business? No, you're not in women's uh, business because uh, we need to hear about it from the men's part too. Oh. Because from my perspective, it looked like y'all just do it. Like, you know how when they post the picture and it's the guy with the really skinny legs and the muffin top and the bony head, and they like the person who's behind the vacation because that's the man who paying for shit. Like y'all don't have to do nothing. Right? Do you agree with that? Yeah. Like y'all don't have to maintain your this body. Is, this is the one time where <laughs> <laughs> the one time where the answer we do this for ourselves is acceptable. I just I really thought that because I was thinking about this topic. I really thought I was going to come in here and ask you. You'd be like, oh, my gosh, no, it's so much harder for men and their body. And you literally are like, no. I mean, what is it? What is it? Like, you ugly unless you got money. And for so, men? Yeah, so you, until you, unless you got money, and then if you ain't got no money, then you just ugly. And so then whoever is attracted to you is attracted to you. So, all right, I'm not as ugly to somebody. And so then it becomes a like, uh, you know, you you get to a space where most men, as you get older, we get bigger anyway. And then you throw this. Everybody gets bigger when they get right. older. So then you throw the stresses of, you know, I put the freshman 15s and the she just had a kid and we got kid. kid and. Uh, we married, so now we at home eating versus or going the out happy. to going out. Yeah, the happy going out to eat for an escape. So it's like a like a unless you put in the work, the, the men just end up with a dad bot for sure. I think um, I do agree. I do agree that once you're a handsome looking man, you really don't have to worry about your body image as much. Or your appearance. I mean, most times, if you rich, you are going to take care of that because in certain rooms, you just can't come in there looking like anything. I mean, you could like we, you know, we take you take at people successful. Like you ever seen a lizard in a business suit? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. But like, yes, yeah, so the Geico commercial show me every day. But no, like, but you take, you know. I mean, this is just for uh, notability. You take someone like Rick Ross or Khaled who... Hold on. Pause on Rick Ross. He can't find. But he's also a, a big man with his titties out on stage I like living it. his best life. I like the chunky. Khaled. We've been watching Khaled exercise for the last four years. Nah. Ain't really, ain't really lost no weight, nah. but... You know what I'm saying? When he put Khaled it don't on, give here. We don't talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about Khaled. But I'm saying, like, there are. Uh, I feel like, I feel like there isn't a lot of great examples of uh, bigger men in uh, society. It's always a uh, get you a big nigga when it's cold season. Mm. Get you a big nigga like when. Uh, when niggas is on the timeline with their shirt off, it don't ever be the niggas. The all the actor niggas, uh, <laughs> Lance Gross and uh, what's the other dark skinned nigga? The nigga from Moonlight. When that nigga take his shirt off, and all the girls going crazy. But well, it's never no uh, representation of the plus size man with his shirt off. 
Like it's never that. It's weird. No, y'all don't never. I feel like you guys get Cedric the Entertainer, um, Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> like, and then like Shaq, like seven foot three hundred pounds. So it looked different on him, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, but it ain't no like average niggas. That's you know what I'm saying. Plus size. Right. Oh, we I, we need to come up with a man version of it. I guess like husky, but uh, husky is it sounds like a because all like one of the things we need to address is, for the men is all of us ain't big and tall. Oh, <laughs> like big and tall is the section. I'm uh chunky and I'm chunky and average. Like right. nigga, I don't need these really big. I don't need and, a forty six. Yeah, and uh, and hippie. All right, bro. You got you. All right, throw it in there. I'm thick as fuck. Yeah, you, you got them bitches, hips from bitches, the back. Bitches pay you for this. You got ass too. Bitches pay for this body. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's like, it ain't like a thing. And so then the guys that are in this mid-class, them fashion overs and, and, and uh, boohoo uh, fits be gone by the time we get to them. Nah. Going to the store and hoping that one of the stores that you go to has a 2X. Is a prayer, and if they do got a, they do got one. They probably only sit two. So if you ain't got there today, came on a rack, we missed out. So it's like, it's a lot of us that don't have that, and so it's like, damn, I do need to lose some weight because the best I can probably get right now is an extra large. So do you feel like you would like to make adjustments to your weight because of the clothing situation, or do you feel like it's it has more to do with? How you feel? Uh, it's absolutely all clothing for me. Uh huh. It's more so because you, you like to dress. Uh, yeah, I like, like the, to throw I the shit like, on. I love t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying. But the good shits stop at extra large, or those be the ones that's available because all the niggas, all the fat niggas, done got the two X. And so uh, it's one of the things where I've never paid attention to body image. Mm-hmm. Like my dad is fat. Like my dad been fat my whole life. Like. He's six foot, like three something. Like he been big. Like the women in my family been plus size. Mm-hmm. My aunts and uncles plus size. So it's not like a thing where I look at it and be like, uh, like what the fuck? Like these fat ass niggas. I just be like, it's normal. It's common for this. Like it's nothing different. Like this genetically like that. So I'm fine with it. It's something that you grow with. Yeah. I feel like as women, we have the complete opposite from a young age the same way it's like talked about to be a lady do this do that like eating too much i remember just being like when i was a teenager i ain't have all this i ain't have a body i had like b cups and a little honey but a b cup for what my frame when i was 15 was like thing was big big titties so i was small but everybody will always be like be careful what you eat and because you're going to blow up and i'm like nah chill soon as i hit 21 and i started drinking it 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 took a spiral and i'm still spiraling but um, metabolism is yeah it took a spiral and it's like I didn't really realize it then. I don't want to say it's as much pressure as the girls have now, but then I was just like, who cares? Like the chunk, like I'm skinny now and all of the bigger people keep talking about how bony I am and how I need to put some meat on my bones. So I got that side and I was like, Oh, I can't wait to be thick 
not knowing that thick come with that gut, mm. okay? Yeah. And that gut is hard to fit into dream, uh, jeans. It don't look good too much in a bodycon suit, like if you want to dress it up. It's either like, it's hard being in the middle because I'm not too big and I'm not too small, but like my upper body. What, 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 what young Miami say? <laughs> Your upper body was big. Your upper body, yes, it is. So it's just like that pressure and then seeing what seems like society being more attracted to the girls who have that curvy figure now. So now it's like, you got to put the emphasis on now now now. because there was a time when people like the petite thing. This is, this is, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Uh, Tony, you can hit the toxic line for this one. Uh, okay. That one too. That one (laughs) work. Uh, this is all white people's doing. Why you say that? Uh, the concept of what's, Models esque and model types and size is all they doing because there's no way, there's no way in hell you go look at a picture of Takara back then and say Takara was a plus size model. No, you don't. Takara just had just big titties, that was it. She didn't, she she <laughs> just had big titties and she had she's kind of she had a tiny waist, yeah, but. Titties was bigger than everything That's else. That's it. And I used to think, be like, oh, damn, that's a plus size. I like plus size girls. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. she a plus size. I like it. But there's no way in hell she was plus size back then. There's no way in hell. We go look at the pictures. Jennifer Lopez's ass wasn't that big. <laughs> but they called it big. <laughs> they called it big, but Jennifer Lopez didn't have it. I think it's this white media of... Because, you know, for a long time, it was a thing where white women didn't like fat ass. They didn't ever want a fat butt. If her when butt was I Like Big Butts came out, they was like, what is he talking about? Like, why is he singing about butt? I do not want that. But now, and they don't even want hips. So now it's hard for you to go online and see, a, like, seeing a white woman with a fat ass now is expected. Mm-hmm. Getting you a pog is, is expected. That's a well, nasty phrase. Um, define pog for uh, those? Oh, of- excuse me. A pog definition. Fat ass white girl. So Pog spelled P A W G. Fat ass white girl. And the P is for fat, in case you were wondering. <laughs> Which is also an acronym for pretty hot and tempting. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's double acronym on acronym. Right. But society did help us shape what we see now. And then when you have the girls coming out who were plus size, I don't even think they call them plus size now. Nah. Like some of the girls we see now in the music videos, uh, being Instagram influencers, they all have that curvy shape. Tiny little waist, Big ass. What's some cause not getting her credit for this? Who? Buffy the Body. Buffy the Body's not getting her credit? <laughs> Buffy, we won't talk about Buffy the Body or what we supposed to. Somebody call her up and see how she's doing. Because that was the first one I remember, and then it was a spiral after that. So when those were introduced, I don't think people realized there was a time when, like, there are women who naturally have that shape, like yeah. tiny waist. Most times they're black or Hispanic. They have that thin waist with that big booty and them little, little nice breasts. That's that's the shape that I like. I do, I do like it. But it got to be like in a small frame. Like I don't like the bodo, bodo, but the doo-doo, doo-doo is cute. Oh. Um, so there was a time when girls naturally had that body. Right. But then we got into Instagram and we start seeing it more. And then behind the Instagram, especially for women, we see girls working out as if they achieved this shape from being in the gym. Right. Now, I'm not saying that it's not possible, but it's not going to happen in six months. Okay. <laughs> so when you when you took that winter break, 
right? And then you come back and you hit in the gym, talk about you but you was hitting the gym all winter and you come back with a completely different shape. We know what happened. We I didn't know what happened. A lot I feel like a lot of girls didn't know what happened. Back then, okay, no, but we didn't know that. We didn't know. We're yeah. like, oh my gosh, I can actually get this body by drinking skinny tea <laughs> or by cutting carbs or by doing keto. Bitch, you do keto, you're going to look like you smoke dope, mm. okay? That's the thing because you lose the weight so quickly. You're not going to have that shapely figure. You know? Noted. Noted, right. <laughs> so keto, you're going to lose the weight, but it's not going to give you the shape. So I think it was kind of like missed um, or it wasn't, people weren't telling the truth right. about how they got these bodies. So a lot of girls spent their time going to the gym, working out, thinking that they're going to get this. And then it comes out in the era that we're in now where surgery isn't so bad to talk about. Fire. Um, For a lot of people, some yeah. of y'all dummies is still out there arguing about if she should get a BBL, if she's doing it for her or him, but it wasn't talked about. So now that it's being talked about, it's more people opting out for that. And it's like... I just seen a nigga get a get surgery for height. How they cut a little incision right there by the by the knee, maybe a little bit lower, maybe a little bit higher. Got three inches, three inches tall off that. You lying? I swear to God, that's crazy. <laughs> but listen to the type of stuff men get surgery for. <laughs> hey, the short niggas ain't out here winning, boy. Yeah, y'all got a bad rep, right. especially with um, the anger that comes with being a woman's height. Yeah, yeah. Like 5'3", like, 5'4". Yeah, like, five, four, the like, Napoleons are going to be real. Bro. It's like, really tough. That's that. short. Like, when, I could t- whenever I see a short man, I know two things. You're angry, <laughs> and you like to hit shit. Oh, <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> little man. Yeah. <laughs> Do not play with a little man because they got something to prove, okay? I mean, I could be the guy and say, you know, this is, uh, let's blame this on women, you know, if I wanted to. No, you, wait, I want to hear this. How are you going to blame men feeling bad about their height on women? It's preference, bro. Women have really preference. Like, you know, it's not too many times you hear a woman say, I, I don't mind dating a nigga shorter than me. Like. It's always, I need somebody taller than me. Somebody that can pick me up. Like, bro, of course you're going to be angry when the quality of woman that you want don't want you. Like, like just based off your height. You could be everything else in the clip book, but just because you're hot, short, you'll get out there. But they do be having their girl. They do be having girls, though. I mean, sometimes. They be short girls. Not, not the ones they want. But I think it's more internal. But you're right. Women do project their their images on what a man should look like, and and don't get fucked up. Men do it too, which yeah. is nasty. It's nasty work. So, do you think men are to blame for the way that women are altering their bodies or working to get the bodies they're working to get? I think so. And I also want to, you know, deliberately blame this on the culture. And most of it is, you know, hip hop culture because of the way it was made this, the, uh, like, the way it was sexualized. So yeah. you take a song like Back That Ass Up. Or like, Vax That Ass Up. <laughs> <laughs> you probably should have asked if you're going to dance to Back That Ass Up. You should. Uh, 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 danger. Uh, shake it fast. Watch yourself. You probably should have ass. Like, there's a lot of songs that were about ass, and so then you start to see like, oh, these women have these these shapes and these asses. 
they're next to motherfuckers that got money, getting to the money. Maybe I should look like the type of the type of woman that they are attracting. So maybe I need to get to them. Like that's how I get to the money. And so then you see, you know what I'm saying, out of nowhere, uh, the strippers with the fat asses getting to the bag, and then you know the bartenders, even bartenders, the yeah. bartenders then have to look better than the strippers to get to the bag. Then. Those women become Instagram models, and you like, oh shit, they get into the bag. I want to get to the bag. I probably need to look like that. So it's like a trickle down effect. Yeah. And then, you know, you get motherfuckers off a of come up. I don't know if we can blame one gender for yeah, I don't think I think it's one of those things where it's, it's internal. Like it's something you. We all have things that we don't like about ourselves. Yeah. And so once we. Get to a point where we can take care of it. Let's take care of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people it's teeth. Some people it's hair. Some people it's titty size. Mm -hmm. Some people it's uh, apparently height. Like, it's just things that you you feel about yourself. And you think, if I could change it, i become more likable. Right. Everybody wants to be attractive. Like Everybody there's nobody that wakes think, up and say, I want to be ugly. Yeah, and I don't think it's like a thing of attractive because attractive people get more shit. Like if you're attractive, people want to talk to oh. you longer, people want to be around you longer, people want to hang out with you, they want to give you things, they want to see interact with you. Like they they get things. Pretty privilege is real. They invite you places when you're pretty. Yeah. The pretty friend is so many girls on the internet that want a pretty friend. And it's just like, okay, girl, you don't get your pretty friend. All right. But I, I think we could say that it comes from both genders because when the girls are going to the surgeon or if they're going to a trainer or if they're starting a new diet, they have bodies that they aspire to look like. So it's kind of like women wanting to look like other women or to be better than other women. Like you said, in the instance for the bartenders and the strippers, there are some bartenders who don't get hired for positions because they don't look a certain way. Yeah. So you almost have to mold your body to fit into that space if that's the industry that you want to go into. And then as far as men, it's more like an attractive attractive thing. Yeah. Like, I want to be attractive. I want to attract this type of man. And you'll hear girls say that all the time. Time. Once you get that BBL or lipo or get that curvy figure, like you're gonna have to fight them off with a bat because that's what they're attracted to. And they about to be the nasty, yeah, they gonna be nasty. You ever and done. you open up to a different tax bracket once you get that, like different tax bracket. You open up a different type of nigga, like different you, jobs. Like you, you might fucking new friends. Fucking all of these things, your whole New entire, party. your entire life could change. Yeah, bro. just from having that shape. So I do think it's both genders that play a factor into how people see their body. Um, but outside of that, there is that body shaming aspect that comes from it, which is taught, which we don't talk about much, but it's taught as a like this. This is some people's trauma. Like it took for me to have a very petite friend and my adulthood and understand like and even petite family members who are working hard to get to a certain standard because when you're so small you're viewed as fragile weak every hungry <laughs> like damn do he do drugs like every, skinny shaming is real skinny shame is real being fat shamed by other fat people not on fat people be fat shut fat up people fat shame bro <laughs> like don't be 
eight nine, a little big, less like oh oh, he loved it. a little chunky, the fat kid. Like you know what I'm saying, like the fat kid, like. Family members do that shit. You taught that, like, oh, you've been putting on weight, like, just because you ain't seen me in a while. Goddamn, like, but it's like one of those things that's that's like we. I feel like as black people, it's usually not to harm per se, because you know we joke about a lot of shit. I don't think, honestly, I really don't know how we got to the point where we're okay with commenting on anybody's appearance or how they look yeah because from somebody who be having days where it's not giving and i i purposely don't give it i don't have it to give right so ultimately you don't know what somebody is going through before you talk about their appearance um there was a woman who was on the internet and she did like a makeup tutorial, but you know how the girls be going from looking like what the fuck to oh shit. Right. So she didn't have any teeth and she did her makeup and did all of these things. And everybody was in the comments like, dang, that's messed up. Why she ain't got no teeth or she must've did meth and all these other things, all these terrible comments about where her teeth at whole time. Sis allegedly lost her teeth, giving birth to her kids. It's a, it's a, we live in a, we live in a society where, uh, all we do is judge things. Yeah. We, we set standards that nobody know where they come from and then go and judge by them. Do you know how hard it is not to do that though? It's so hard because it's, it's anything. It could, it could be, uh, you got a pair of dirty shoes today. Mm-hmm. You ain't, you, you broke. Right. Like, like fam, no, I just didn't care what shoes I put on today. Oh, yo. Car bust. Look at the car busted. Like, but fam, I'm 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 driving. You're walking. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a thing of just we judge shit for no reason. Yeah, I don't think. I think people have gotten too comfortable commenting on those things, and it stems from having like family members who feel comfortable to say, "Oh, you putting on weight." The pregnancy question, which I don't even know how this is still a thing, but like just asking, asking women, somebody uh, if they're pregnant. Just because they big. I have organs in here. I have a uterus. It bloats. It swells. I'm lactose intolerant and I eat a lot of cheese. I get bloated. <laughs> uh, trust me. I will let y'all know if I'm pregnant. But don't ever under any circumstances ask a woman if she's pregnant. Like, are you nuts? Do you know how crazy you look when she comes back? Like, no. Nuts. Like nuts, you don't even have nothing to say after. And her feelings are hurt. You getting cussed out by whoever she with. Like it's just rude, and it's a shame that we still have to have those conversations. Yeah. Um. And then stop shaming people. I think that comes from you know uh, people's own insecurities. Yeah. People always want to feel like they get the upper hand on you. Like I'm doing something better than you. If you fat, I'm skinny. If I got all my teeth, you don't. <laughs> Uh, what's the good one? If you uh like <laughs> the best one, and it's not to be funny, but it is the best one is the <laughs> the uh the picture clapback where you say something about somebody and they clap back with a picture of you, <laughs> and they comment on what's wrong with it. Always the best one because it always works. Or if they ask if this is you. <laughs> 
And it is indeed you. Yes, and like, fam, you can't judge. You can't talk about how I'm dressed, and you got on a Fubu jersey from 2000. I think it was a um, it was a tweet that went out, and they were talking about the sneaker giveaways and how they always give the sneakers away to people who can't dress. Right. I went to quote tweets. Everybody was quoting that person's outfit because <laughs> it's like, how are you talking about how I look in my outfit when you can't even put your stuff together? Exactly. But I don't know. Um, do you feel like it helps? Or harms people to have like these standards on their image and their appearance. I think it's harmful because then uh, we get this weird sense of normal. What's the normal? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the girl that doesn't have ass is now less superior. Like you know what I'm saying? Made fun of. Uh, we don't. We didn't get into it, but you know, complexion is a a big thing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, big thing. You know, the dark skin of women are not as pretty as the young ones. So now you you big and fat, you precious. Like you dark and black, precious. Like it's one of them things where it's like, fam, this is this is hurtful. You don't know how you affected people by shit like that. But it's even it's so bad about the um complexion issues because now it's almost like people overdo it when they see somebody who is dark skin and they automatically try to like compliment their skin or call them beautiful and it's like you're feeding into the problem just don't say anything about it and keep it moving like we just we're teaching people now we're just now teaching people that it's rude to say you're pretty for a dark skin girl i am that let's let's get rid of this entire phrase what your adjective for Adjective. Mm-hmm. I'm not pretty. I'm not pretty for a big girl. I'm not pretty for a plus size girl. <laughs> I'm not handsome, even though I'm big. Like, let's get rid of all of this shit, bro. Because it it just it it's a backhanded compliment. Is what it is. Because you're trying to say that all people who look this way aren't normally pretty. Me and standard. it's none of your goddamn business. <clears throat> it's not. I just think, um, as far as like. Having views on images, I don't know if we didn't have any standards on how we look, if it would just eliminate the issue, because I'm sure we would still look at other people and want to have what they have or have a shape like them or have a skin complexion like them, Um, because that's how we've set it up. Like when we go to shop for clothes, we see them on models or like on mannequins and those mannequins subconsciously shape the way that we feel like that outfit should look. So then you got to take it a next step and like try to imagine yourself and your size in there. So it's just like, I don't know if we could ever get away from it. I feel like the benefits that come with looking a certain way are helpful, but it can be harmful if you spend too much time focusing on that because there are certain things about your body that you may not be able to ever change. Like, we we're fortunate enough to live in a generation where we do have those options, but they come with consequences. Like whether the consequence be staying up all night in the gym or cutting back on certain food, not being able to drink or paying money to get surgery, having a surgery that you don't like potentially dying other health factors and risks. So it's just like, especially, no, no, no. Like watching, uh, what's shorty from, uh, Jocelyn's got race. Say she, uh, she hate that she got her fat ass. Yeah. Cause she feel like now it's like extremely too big, and now that's all she ever get judged for. Not mm-hmm. her, not her talent, not what she good at, but like that's the one with the big ass. And it's like, bro, it 
didn't do it didn't do wonders for my self esteem like I thought it would. Right. Like it just it gave me it gave me more attention than I really was looking for. Yeah. And that you know some people ain't ready to handle that kind of attention. They don't know or 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 you know like people with body uh, dysmorphia like Sheesh. they always feel like there's something wrong with them and they don't really know how to fix it. But it's like bro, no, like you're okay, like you fine, but you can't tell somebody that. Like, yeah. They see themselves as how they see them, and t- and until they can get to a point where they're comfortable with it, it it's rough. Bro. We'll never be able to see ourselves the way other people see us, which is nuts. Isn't that wild? I never see myself like I see myself in them pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. Like, man, I be like, that's what I look like. Like, I, like I don't think I'm that big. Until I see a picture in fucking a portrait mode, that's like, oh no, I probably should stop drinking all them hard seltzers. That, but they're supposed to be good. No, I, I don't think they're good for they're it. They're supposed I to be low calorie. Still, there's there's a there's a beer gut that hasn't went away from it. I agree, though. You you really don't get a good look at yourself until you're looking at pictures, or until I come back and look at the video from TA. Like, girl, we don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> We don't even want to talk about so this. do you feel like you have a negative or a positive view on your body i uh it's not something that i think bothers me so i guess positive like it's not nothing that bothers me when you walk past a mirror and you see yourself in the mirror do you say oh shit he fine no i don't think like that about myself i look i walk past the, the mirror and be like yeah i probably need to lose some weight but then also don't I don't think that's negative, though. But I also don't go through the effort of trying to change it. Yeah. Like, you don't catch me out here in the gym going hard for nine months trying to get some changes. It's like, uh, if I want to go to the gym, I'll go to the gym. Like, uh, I don't tell people this. My biggest insecurity is usually my teeth. And I'm always the guy that's smiling. And that angle I always get caught in here on this camera is really trash for me. And I'd be like, damn, I fucked up that picture because I smiled. But also, I'm not going to the dentist. You know what I'm saying? I haven't tried to get ready. Like, none of this stuff I'm, like, purposely, like, trying to fix because I'm like, I'm okay. Like, I'm fine, bro. Yeah. I, I don't feel like... I feel like I've been on a journey, and I said this a lot of times on this podcast, to... Be happy with what I have and where I'm at with it. Otherwise, I will obsess over it and it will drive me crazy. (laughs) So it's just appreciating myself at where I am in my journey to enhance or get to the body that I want and how I want my body to look. Because otherwise, like I've had high peaks and valleys and this whole weight loss journey. Every time you see me, I'm talking about going to the gym, working out, blah, blah, blah. But when I look back at the times where I was really going hard in those moments, I know that I was thinking to myself, dang, if I could just get a little bit further instead of just appreciating where I was then, because it's pictures that I look back on last year and I'm like, yo, you was killing it since you look good. And in my mind during those times, I was like, let me just keep going instead of enjoying the moment. So constantly chasing has left me at a feeling of not feeling like I'm doing enough, not feeling like my goals are working instead of enjoying where I am right now. So I've been actively practicing just saying like, you look good. This look good. Your legs look good. Your back look good. Your arms look good. Because no offense, but some of y'all be missing that when y'all get the surgery. 
And it's just like you gotta focus on the whole thing. But hey, that's that's another nothing that's another. Look, nothing looks trash than that big ass on toothpicks. Oh yeah. That the big should, ass on the That should um, look like two olives on toothpicks in a martini. It's rough. It's rough. So it's just like pros and cons that you have to weigh with which option you take. But you, you gotta appreciate yourself where you are somewhere or else you gonna constantly be chasing Something that something that you don't even know what it is, and then you could be sitting right here knowing <laughs> that you know. Two weeks ago, eat I said what, I wanted to get here. Eat what you want to eat. Celebrate what you celebrate where you at. Yeah, like I we saw I saw a friend of ours today say she was looking at pictures of her old self, and she was like, "I was at I was at my heaviest," and then she was like, "Now I'm the same weight today that I was in that picture." And I just look better now than I do in that one. Like, I changed where I was defining what looked better, what's tightened. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like, bro, it ain't about, you know what I'm saying, size. It's about how you train your body to look. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can't be in there. Like, <laughs> they made fun of Jim Jones last week. Why? Because Jim Jones <laughs> had uh, a really big upper body. His but upper he body. Did, but he don't go to leg day. He ain't do them legs. <laughs> he don't go to leg day. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, the top look all right, but the bottom don't match the top, Jim Jones. Mm-mm. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Some people, that's how they want to look. But, you know, it's funny. It's it's all about what makes you happy. I feel like if you're not happy with your image, you're going to constantly either be attacking other people or attacking yourself, and that's harmful. And obsessing about it. Obsessing, yeah. Yeah, I think... Um, the options are you have a variety of options and the ways that you want to approach your body image. Um, there are ways to get to these things if you don't have the resources, because a lot of people say they attack Issa Rae all the time about this. I'm not ugly. I'm just broke. I'm, I mean, it, there's some. Vali- no, there, there's some validity. No, there is validity. Tell to me that. more. There's validity. To that. So you think that that statement is true? I've seen girls go. The old Jay-Z was cute. The nineties hoe was cute. They don't say that about the forty to fifty year old hoe, and it's the same guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure it's still fuck because he's got money. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Like it gives you a a, a a leeway. You can fix all the things you think are bad. That becomes your resources when you got money. Like you. Got bad teeth. All right, I'm going to get braces or veneers. Uh, you fat. All right. Monique was the big girl advocate for years. She was. Big girl advocate for years. Told jokes about skinny women all the time. Mm-hmm. Which is problematic. That, you know what I'm saying? We Nobody's going at Monique. She made a whole book about that. Made a movie about it, too. But I feel like as a society, we si- we silence people who are smaller when they complain about their weight. Like we do, yeah, we silence yeah. them. Like skinny people aren't allowed to complain about not being able to gain weight. They're not allowed to complain about being too small. They're not allowed to complain about their clothing because on the other side, there's somebody way bigger than them having a lot more issues. And it's like, shut up. Your complaints don't matter because mine trump yours. And it's not a competition. It's, it's not fair. Like my struggles with my weight and my body are not equivalent to your struggles. Yours aren't more than mine. We're both. They are equivalent. Actually, we we're both don't having struggles. Treat people like people <laughs> 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 like nigga, like the way you feel about something. I feel about it the exact same way, something different. 
Like it's the same, bro. So now you can't. You look at Monique today, telling women what they can and can't wear. The bonnet warrior. But when she was plus size, she was out here advocating for mind your fucking business. Mm-hmm. You skinny bitches can't tell us nothing. I think her book was called <laughs> "Skinny Bitches Are the Devil." Like you can't. You like. You can't like we will never not pick a side on here. I, I read that book too. Um, he was a, he was I was a, a skinny bitch. He was out here wild. I got it from the library too. Reading Monique book. Yeah. Oh, skinny women are evil. Like for what? What do you mean? What did what, what did Monique teach? You I about identified life? as skinny at the time. But what was Monique teaching you about life? I didn't want to be evil, so I read the book. Oh, I I needed I like to read, oh. so I was reading. And she had cuss words. I mean, in if it. you if you just want to say I was rooting for everybody black, just say that. I was rooting for everybody black. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> but I read it. And she just was talking about her struggles being a bigger woman. Right. Um, which are is valid. I don't I don't really know. I haven't really been attacked for my weight outside of being asked if I was pregnant um a couple times in my life. Um people my biggest thing is when people tell me that I have big ass titties. Like that really bothers me because it's like women with big titties get a bad rap a lot of. Like, like niggas annoy y'all very much. They do, <laughs> they do. But it's also a benefit that uh, Dave Chappelle sketch is really true. Like you could get a lot titty of stuff privilege. with titties. Mm-hmm. Titty privilege. There is titty privilege, yeah. but it is that's annoying when people ask me um, or tell me that I have big ass titties. But in my opinion, in my mind about my body, as long as my titties are bigger than my gut, like I'm good. I'm in good shape. What if, what if they what, what if they sit right on it? That's fine. That's all I need. As long as they not bend it down to that uh, that thigh. I will say I was telling somebody this the other day. Um, sometimes I like to sleep and let everything breathe in the night. Um, and I woke up really, got up really quick, was laying on my back. And I, I felt something hit my thigh. And I was like, oh, shit, was my phone like on my chest? It was my breast. It felt like I dropped something. <laughs> Oh man! I don't know if I'm supposed to laugh because but. I said, <laughs> and and that's when I knew you know things are changing. And also, um, there was an incident during quarantine, walking around the house in a sundress, and I sat down and I just heard a clap. Thighs wasn't my thighs. It was the titties. Oh man, things are crazy. But um, it's just there are things I also like about my body too. Yeah. Uh, I just think it. Uh, for me, it's really. Oh no, I think it's like as a guy, it's just the jokes, like uh, the way women with big titties hate for you to acknowledge their titties, mm-hmm. and they like to, the, they love to say they just titties. Or I know, uh, calling me big man, big mm. guy. Yeah. It's fucking annoying. Big guy. Being called big guy is really annoying. It's, it's annoying. Like, yeah. yeah, I know I'm big. Like, pointing it out is. What's up, big man? Hey, big fella. Like, what up, big guy? Like, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm at work. I have a name tag on, sir. And they just calling you big guy? Yeah. And then it's like like that. And then, you know, as black communities, uh, jokes going to fly. You're going to get the joke. So, you know, the fat, fat nigga, ass. Like is your ass, is your thighs clapping in them jeans? It's just like whatever, whatever the jokes are gonna be, and it's like, 
I, like I know, like I know, I don't meet your standard, but could you chill on me, bro? Like you don't know what I'm dealing with. Like right, maybe when I put these jeans on, I was like, this is the last time I could wear these jeans. And I wanted to get one last word out of these jeans. It's hard to find good jeans after fucking 34. Mm-hmm. The 36 come a little, it's a little lat. Tony, what size you over there? 32. Like, you know what I'm saying? Once you get to 32, you there, 34, maybe 36. It's like, uh, it's probably two pair. And then anything after that, you got to hope and pray. Yeah. Same thing for the for the pants, for the women. Yeah. Jean shopping. And I don't know when jeans got so diverse. It's a great thing. However, finding a jean to fit the the fupa, booty, and thigh ratio is nuts. Yeah. And being the right length, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm stuck in between short and, like, average height. Yeah. So I can't get the jeans that are labeled shorts because they'll be, like, high waters. And I can't get the regular length jeans because they'll be too damn long. Yeah. And then I got this dumbass sagging on my jeans. So it's just like, yeah. it's hard buying clothes. It's hard hearing people's comments and statements about your body. It's just like, we got we to gotta, we gotta make change. Right, because I'm not going to boot cuts. Boot cuts? I'm not doing boot cuts. Why? I'm, I'm not doing that shit. That shit looks atrocious. <laughs> I am not wearing boot cut jeans. I don't even want regular and or loose. Uh-huh. I'm here slim. I love a hey, favorite thing in the world. They try to get they they love to get us with this. The new the men's version of stretch is flex. <laughs> like that. So we have jeans that stretch the exact same way. Yo, that's lit. <laughs> they just call it flex. That's lit. Best shit ever. Yeah, that hard ass denim got to go. <laughs> And then I um I feel like I can't I haven't had a pair of Fashion Nova jeans but I don't think they would fit me either. Hey, I ain't even gonna give I give it a buck now. When uh <laughs> I tell the secret. Uh all the guys like me, you know, my size a little bit bigger. If you in a store and you see a t-shirt that you like but they only have small sizes. If the girls Plus sizes is in there. It's usually in there. It's just a t-shirt. Mm. <laughs> so you be going to the girls plus size? Grab, grabbing all the t-shirts. <laughs> right, 2X over there. It's just a t-shirt. It's, it's 2X over here too. Um, the other thing, I'll mention one last thing about wearing jeans. Stop tweeting that your fupa don't go in your jeans or your leggings. <laughs> At this point, it's like putting your seatbelt on when you're driving. Hey, bro, get the fuck. No, I'm dead ass. You tuck it in there for safety and comfort. So you have to stop telling women that they can't put that in there because where else is it supposed to go? Hey, bro, you- now it's suspended. It's out in the open in the wild. My shirt may be loose and it's just flapping around getting all that cold air. <laughs> I am allowed to tuck my fupa and my gut into my leggings or my jeans. Oh my God. Like, what is wrong with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> is that crazy? I don't think so. I, I think mean, that's realistic. I feel like it's, it's it do you. I'm like, covering my skin, dog. Like, live your... But it's just been a, a upcharge or upsurge in men talking about where fupas don't go. 
Where do you want me to put it? I can't tuck it in my jeans. I can't put it behind my fanny pack. I can't liposuction BBL it. Because so, y'all going to talk about that too? That y'all going to mo- talk about my belly button? What y'all want me to do with it? Those mostly be guys that don't get no girls. Mm. Guys that don't get no bitches talk like that. Guys that hate women. No, not hate them. Because they, 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 just, they don't get them. They don't get bitches. They don't get bitches. I just think it's time to make a change. And, Sorry. Uh, and I don't mean bitches and bitches like... Bitches, just, it's, just I'm not bitches. one of those bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand bitches mean bitches. Yeah. But I think it's time to make a change and body image and body shaming and how we approach this because I don't want to get to it. I, I just want everybody to know that this is something that's constantly changing. Yeah. Right now, the trend is curvy. Thick. Hey, that, that video of them girls on the airplane coming back, it don't even look like it's comfortable. Like, none of the, it don't even look like it's worth the trouble. It it very it really looks bad. It don't look like it's worth the trouble. It, it looks look like, like you could time. you could have a fat ass and still be a broke bitch. Mm-hmm. That's looks, what it really looked like. It looks miserable, yeah. actually. And there are a lot of things that go along in with that process. Like if you the recovery. So basically, from my research and my studies, um, <laughs> because I looked into it, it's been a topic, right? So basically, a BBL is a Brazilian butt lift. Mm. And what they do is they take fat from other areas of your body and put it into your butt so that your butt is sitting up. Y'all know the ass. Y'all know the ass when y'all see your ass. Um, So most times women take it from the gut and put it in the butt. It's lit. The thing that goes along with that is that that is fat. So if any changes happen in your weight, if you gain weight, you're you're you stand a chance of losing it if you lose weight you're definitely gonna burn the fat especially if you do like a crash diet or something so you really have to maintain that body because ultimately that's just fat being transferred somewhere else and a lot of the times when you're taking that fat it'll come back it's not something that's set in stone like once you move that fat to your butt it's gonna stay there it could go somewhere else now you got fat arms you never have fat arms because the fat just relocated because it's like oh you don't want me here well I'm gonna find somewhere else to go so it's like all about upkeep it's not a quick fix there are so many girls who go get this surgery you're out of commission for probably like six months three months long ass time um what does commission mean like like you're out of you can't you got to sit on you're supposed to sit on like a boppy you can't sit on your butt oh. you have to wear your faha you have to get massages you have to do all this upkeep ain't, ain't and no fucking is it you can fuck oh it's kind of like when people when women have a baby they can have sex probably like a couple weeks later like, but how Wait, doggy you, don't seem like that's you, I don't helpful. Think you do doggy. And then missionary probably don't seem you as probably can't lay on your back. Uh, you could probably. I'm sh- yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe just fellatio. I mean, uh, but there he are probably things, paid for it anyway. There, right. There are things that go along with it. Like you have to take those things into consideration. It's a lot of upkeep and changes in your body, and um, it's fat ultimately. Yeah. So it's just going somewhere else. Right. Um. It doesn't look comfortable. It's very painful from what I've seen and read. But um, a lot of girls, they want more ass. Yeah. Ass is in right now. I mean, little baby said if she get it from her gut and put it in her butt, I still call it natural. You Would you call it natural? Uh, number one, I, as, as a guy, and I feel like this should be the rule, it shouldn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, you shouldn't care. Like... If it move and jiggle the way you think that's attractive to you, she probably shouldn't give a fuck if it's real or not. 
But if you doing what you do and you don't find it attractive, I think you should just leave. Like it don't really matter. I, that that's like asking motherfucker body counts. I don't think it's none of your business if her body's real or not. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to body image and your spouse and people that you're attracted to, how do you approach that conversation? Uh, I don't. You don't. I don't. Okay. I if you find problem with it, mean you can have a conversation about it, but as a spouse, like until you say like, Hey, I wanna change this, will you help me change this? I don't care. Like if you comfortable, I'm comfortable. Like I'm I'm fine with it. So you're never talking about something that you don't like about your spouse's appearance? Never. You don't say it. who who I'm supposed to say it to other than them. To her, yeah. Oh, I mean, no, because you won't know how that makes somebody else feel. Like I would never want you to feel unattractive. Like I'm, that's not my role. Right. Like I'm supposed to be the guy that's here making you feel beautiful all the time. Like mm-hmm. I'm not finna be like, uh, well, you could lose a little weight. Like no, that's that's fucking offensive. I would know. I wouldn't want nobody to say no shit like that to me. I fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I just seen uh last week episode one of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta and the nigga Safari said, Well you did get a little big after you had a baby. Like fam, what do you like what do you think her reaction is gonna be when you say that? What do you think she's gonna do after she has a baby? Like, but what is your re- like what is she supposed to say? Right. Like I all right, I'll lose weight just for you because you think I'm fat. Like, no, like I that I wouldn't wanna make somebody I'm pretty sure, you know, I love I love plus size women. Like I jazz is a plus size. I'm pretty sure she get enough scrutiny, she don't need it from her own household. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's always a judgment of plus size people. I would never want to bring that on nobody. Yeah. That shit is nuts. I think um, there is space to have conversations with your spouse if you're unhappy with the way that they look. Because as much as people try to say that being in a relationship isn't about attraction, it is. You have to be attracted to the person. So if there's something in their image or something's changing about them, I think it is a free space to say, hey, and, and I think it's all about the way that you approach the conversation. Exactly. Too. Like, you can't just be rude as shit about it. I mean, if you are, Eric, yeah, he's not here. You can say what you need to. He'll no, hear, no. He'll hear next week. But. No, you have to say it in, like, a respectful way if you're going to say it. I mean, you... Because attraction a, is a thing. It's a suggestion, not mm-hmm. a demand. It's like a hey, maybe we should start, or maybe uh, I know on Tuesdays we have a lot of pork tacos. Maybe we should have like uh, like vegetables. With or these bitch, tacos. if you don't start drinking water, I'm out. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> probably not with that tone. No, oh, especially okay. the definition of bitch. So instead of bitch, you should start drinking more water. You should say, we should get a water cooler or we should all get the ga- uh, one gallon jugs and start drinking more water. Instead of saying, I don't like your hair, say, Hey, I'll pay for you to get your hair done. I'm not cash at ready, <laughs> but if you, you could say, Oh, I, Oh, it would be not. Oh, I would love to see you with a different hairstyle. Right. Like, see what you can do. What are your options? Show me. Instead of saying that hair is too much and it's stank, maybe you should go. I scheduled your appointment for the next <laughs> lady. Or like, oh, what have you been using? Maybe I just saw an article about this new product. Yeah. Like, yeah, 
It's all about the approach. Yeah, it's it's. I don't think anybody yeah. should ever be in a space where they can't say how they feel about the person yeah, that you, they're dating. Yeah, because you, yeah. you still need to be attracted. Yeah, but it's also, uh, what if you decide the thing you want to point out is something they already insecure about? You can help them get it done. And it's like a one of the, it's a touchy subject for them already. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's like you, you it's, it's, you got to trade water with those things. I'm going to tell you one thing. If you've been married to your wife who's giving you three kids and her body's changed, Facebook is not the place to go to talk about it. But you know what you could do? You could offer to work out with her. Yeah. You could help her cook. You could help her take care of the kids so she could have more time to tend to her appearance. But going to Facebook and saying, I'm not attracted to her anymore, should I leave her, is never an option. I think you have to approach it like <laughs> a partnership. And I feel like that's the issue when um, we see those topic topics on the timeline. But that's a, that's a nuts. Men do do it. They'll say, like, she's not the same women, woman that... I've um that I got married to after kids and it's like bro her freaking organs got rearranged like her her body will never be the same it takes a long time for that body to get back to normal so I also uh you know uh comedy comedy relief <laughs> I didn't choose this penis size <laughs> it was given so, I mean, I know you're upset with me, but tell her the time like my little dick nigga. <laughs> that's not nice. Right, so that's that's not, not nice. It's not cool. Um, <laughs> since we're there, um, there was a nice thread that went around about proper maintenance to yourself oh, as a man was... to help keep a woman together. Right. Because you know that, you know, a lot of y'all right. like raw sex. I'm not sure if anybody's using right. condoms anymore. I'm going to keep it real. For what? Um, but we there are things that you can do to throw off the pH. pH is a thing. Um... And you wonder why a smeller tastes funny, bro. It's you. You did it. <laughs> or him. I mean, I mean, or the other nigga. Like, so I saw, and I and I, it was helpful. I went through it, and I read it, and it was helpful to know, like, all of these things. But it was also written by a woman, so it felt like a little men oh, bashing. Oh, was it written by a woman? I thought it was written by a man. I don't know who wrote it, but it felt a little man bashing. Mm-hmm. So that nigga might have been a pick me. Mm-hmm. But it's also, you know... Both there's two two sides to this game. We both gotta play our part. No genders to blame. No genders to blame. Right, exactly. So like, you know what I'm saying? Sir, it's it's nothing wrong with manscaping. Like only people that see your dick should be the people who was gonna see it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's bald it look like a bald eagle down there, it's fine. Sir, like ooh, nobody like if they ask you to grow it back, they'll let you know. Like, hey, uh, give it, give it a, give it a, uh, give it a soul pack, <laughs> a goatee with a goatee for your meat. Probably ain't that bad. So, like, they're they'll tell you what you what they like. Like, <laughs> nothing wrong with a little, you know, a little manscape. Goatee for your meat. It's <laughs> <is> funny. <laughs> No, but there are things. I feel like when you're in a relationship, it is a space for you to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like them. Uh, you know, it's like. It's funky a little bit. It's sting a little bit. <laughs> it's stink down there. It's stink a little bit in here. What? Like, maybe you, like. <laughs> your, your back your back shot air I ain't giving. <laughs> like, it's 
Okay, your balls are sticking together. Yeah, like it's salty. Like no, <laughs> salty. I didn't come. I didn't come here for uh, oh a, a a sweat leak today. Oh like t- like t- like take a bath, wash your ass. It's summertime. It's ninety degrees. Wash your ass. Get you get you some good deodorant. Get you some deodorant. This is not the time to be trying out the aluminum free stuff. Like like body odor will fuck up your day. Mm-hmm. Like I work in a, I work in retail. A coworker came through my line. I sprayed Lysol when he left. I just didn't want to smell the smell. And when he asked, why did I spray the Lysol? I said, I think somebody farted and it might have been you. Like, was trying to help out. Like, it was, it was bothering me and I shouldn't be bothered while I'm at work. Because then it's not a friendly, it's not friendly customer service. Well, when you walk through the process of smelling something that's foul, your, at your nose and your face is rearranged. Right, right, right. You try to locate the source of the smell. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then you realize it's a person and you get even more upset because you right. could have controlled that. Exactly. So, it's, it's interesting. Um, we're all human. You got to keep your body together. Please. But I think we should go ahead and take a break and come back with our final thoughts okay so we're back for our final thought and i wanted to leave you all with some inspiration on how you could get to your body goals if you're listening to this episode and you feel like dang like my fupa ain't given like hopefully this conversation uplifted you and encouraged you to continue to tuck your fupa but outside of that if you're not happy with your fupa and you want to change it um i wanted to you know give y'all a little inspiration uh number one don't ever attach uh body image to attractiveness uh the niggas that want to fuck knew you as fat number two those crash diets that you're doing only eating asparagus and peanuts ain't realistic because there's going to come a Friday when it's time to go out for drinks and them peanuts and them asparagus ain't going to carry you, girl. Uh, uh, three, uh, uh, be careful about your diets. Some of these diets ain't built for all bodies. Uh, Red's been telling us for months that you're not supposed to eat chicken for your blood type. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be eating chicken. You probably should research your body and your gen- your genes, your genetics. Your fat auntie probably ain't the only fat person in your family. Check into it. Number four, um, don't overdo it at the gym. The gym is something that you have to work yourself up to. Um, like, don't just start doing two-a-days when you haven't worked out for three years. You're going to burn out. Work your way up to it. It's okay to just walk 30 minutes if that's all you have to give at the moment. Side uh, Sidebar, attachment to that one. Uh, know your limits, fam. Mm. Uh, if, if you decide you're going to get a trainer, tell your trainer, fam, I don't work out. I don't do this kind of thing. I'm not, a, I'm not into lifting weights. Because they... They're going to assume that you're okay. And right. if you can't lift the bar at the gym to do weights, you probably need to tell somebody. As a beginner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number four. Uh, you five. Oh, five. One. Uh, fellas, uh, you got to take the initiative and put self-confidence into it. You can't keep telling yourself, I want to change and not do shit. Right. You can't keep downing yourself because you look like this and you don't do shit. Mm-hmm. And until you figure out, hey, I'm going to change something about myself, that's the only way it's going to happen. Number six, surgery is not a quick fix. Ugh. It's there for the moment. 
But the hardest part is maintaining. Because and, it, you know, you don't want to look back after paying between six and 12000 um, for surgery and have go back to the same body shape or a body that you hate even more. Surgery is for meeting you at where you are now. You get to that point. You realize, hey, I, I did all I could do. I'm going to need something to alter. It's not I'm already big. Let me just get surgery and fix it. Not already working out. Not already dieting. Like Thanks. you at least have to try before you jump into Thanks. surgery. Uh, Remember that uh, all skinny ain't good skinny. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. some people look very sickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, to this day, uh, there's a lot of people with small f- bodies and big heads. The heads <laughs> don't match the body. <laughs> I, it's not to be funny and it's not a joke. It's like they're gonna grow into it. I I don't think so. Like, cause you obsess about now I'm skinny and I gotta maintain being skinny. Like you, it's I don't think you can lose head weight. So you may not ever accomplish the body goal you set out for yourself. So it's just like you gotta be true, be realistic with yourself. That's what I, that's what I say. Be realistic with your goals and vice versa. <laughs> All big people are not unhealthy. Hey, all of them are not. All big people are not unhealthy. I don't, yes, I'm 10 piece killer, but I probably only have chicken wings once a week. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of vegetables that go on. I just don't exercise. Like, it's it's okay. Like, a lot of greens, a lot of salads. I just don't exercise. And I still enjoy whiskey and, you know, carb heavy uh, alcohols. Right. And also, Every diet isn't going to work for everybody. Yeah, that's what I said. The thing, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to find something that you can maintain. Um, you have to find something that's good for your body. And you have to be realistic. If you know you don't fucking like chicken, protein, don't do not do it. Fam, you can't have salmon every day. You can't. You can't have you seafood go, every day. You, you go on something else. And do your research. That's all I have. Right. Do your research. Do your research. You could get there. You can do it. There's a way for you to get that curvy body without getting surgery. It's going to take a little longer. I mean, ain't it? I mean, Anthony Hamilton wrote Sister Big Bone for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody out here trying to fuck. Waist trainers don't do shit. All right, I'm out. And uh, <laughs> tummy tea just a laxative. You could could have you could have got that from Walgreens. Gonna, you, for yeah, free. you could shit. You gonna shit. A detox is a jump start your diet, not for weight loss purposes. <sighs> and that's all I have. But if you're listening, if you're looking for something you could listen to when you're working out or when you're doing the research for your new body goals, we got you covered. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in. So listen, I don't usually do this, but today I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. This don't come out till tomorrow, hopefully. So so if you listen to this on Tuesday, it'll be out tomorrow, hopefully. If not, oh well, if you want it, I'll send it to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna play the exclusive because you know I'm a man of many brands. So this uh week on WMEC Song of the Week, I got Banks of Fly Lunati, and this joint is called Cold Talker. Cold Talker, got a bad bitch on board like old Marcus. Bet on the team I ball like old starters. Hoping that my fame picks up like cold callers. The loudest in the room is the brokest. And the nigga you fuck was a joke starter. Bitches see me and they wonder what I'm a part of. Fuck your bitch and hand her back to you the show I told her. Fly like birdies, I stroke her like I'm a golfer. 
is Banks, nigga. Prime copper, the lane switcher. Make the tension thick, but fuck it, the chain thicker. A grain gripper, a bride whip, I'm the same nigga. Using my degree, but still dressed like a cane dealer. A pain giver, hang with your bitch, and I take pictures. Post on close friends and adding who hang with you. A great tipper, I fuck hoes and don't miss them. Send them right back to a nigga, say don't kiss them. But look, see, I'ma ride with a bitch. Get live with your bitch, true size with your bitch. But I never lie for your bitch. Tell a nigga what he need to make a life with his bitch. Still speaking cold, giving stomach pains like a nematode. Mama always knew I was the shit since I was three years old. I'm the reason why these bitches say they finna go. I'm the big link up in the chain like a Figaro. Making bread on the side, feeling like a dinner roll. Everything I do be picture perfect like a cinephobe. Always known to keep it 350s like a cinephobe. I keep the flame on me like I'm Bam Bam Bigelow. Double up, late night text and tell me cuddle up. Give your bitch a rush of shit, I guess that's why you fumbled up. That was Cold Talker by Banks of Fly Illuminati, friend of the show, family. Shout out to you. Uh, if you enjoyed that song, like I said, it should be out tomorrow. But if it's not, you can still tap in to our playlist, WMEZ, the song of the week, on your favorite uh, uh, DSPs. You go to Tidal, Spotify, Apple Music, type in Textually Active, and a playlist for you in the gym when you're getting active. Reg, you use it, don't you? Mm-hmm. Get active. You you can I get sure active do. here with us at WMEZ. Actually active. That's right. Shout out to Banks. Make sure you all follow him. Download that project. Supporting Banks is supporting the family. You know how we do. You know how we do at TA. You know how we do. Gang shit only. All right, so let's get into our memes, and we're going to get on out of here so y'all can get back to y'all day. Go to the gym. You probably listen to this in the gym. Now you want to go home and figure out what you're going to eat. You know, I really have a hard time listening to podcasts at the gym. I need something like music, but mm-hmm. if you do it, shout out to you. If you walk in, uh, run in, ride a bike, I hope this helps you, and it makes you feel like you having a conversation with your friends. And don't judge the... Don't judge me because I've been walking on a treadmill since you got here. Mind your fucking business. That's right. That incline, get it right. All right. So I'm going, my meme actually would have worked better for um, last week when we talked about being aunties and uncles. Um, But it says getting older is understanding that peppers and onions can low key make anything hit. Everything. Uh, Cookie and it says butter pecan, but I don't like that. And I don't really eat ice cream, so I'm just going to say water ice is top tier. Um, wine is a necessity, and being in bed by 10:30 is an actual goal. Hey, you ain't you ain't you ain't tapped into your gelato side. I don't know hey, about the gelato. Hey, that taliente looked like hair cream. Uh huh. Bussing. Uh huh. Fire. I love that uh, talenti. Fire. I don't know what the how you pronounce it, but I love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. fire. Uh, this is for me. We outside, niggas is outside, we're going to be outside, hopefully vexed. But I want you to remember, and when you hear this, I want you to think of me. There's a DJ somewhere right now <laughs> with Vax That Ass Up by Juvenile and Manny Fresh, the new remix that they made called Vax That Ass Up, ready to play it and fuck up the whole party. Oh, so I just want you to remember when you when you hear it, the DJ do that, be corny and fuck up the whole vibe by playing that, because you thought it was 
the original and it's fucked up now and you like this not the song that I thought it was remember I told you it was, he was gonna do that cause how can you replace I know you can't stand it dick bandit he did it done landed what did he say I forgot but he did it oh, I gotta go back and listen I, I wasn't that mad <laughs> you wasn't mad I wasn't that mad that flow was fire but that's that line it's the lines for is me with six. Um, and if your local DJ does do it just yell boo they'll stop <laughs> Teach them a lesson. Hey, like, Learn just, them a yeah, lesson. Yeah, tweet bad about it. Get your them. friends do. to do it. Tell them, boo, what the fuck? I, I, I like to act the DJ. Because like, they're going to see it. Why you, why you do that? I don't care. Fuck it. I choose violence. Well, you like to fight. I, so. I, I don't like to, but I like to choose violence. Okay. And so, you know, everybody passive aggressive. So You're you know, going to be aggressive. I, I, no, everybody passive aggressive. So if I choose violence, you're just going to be upset, call me a hater, do all this other shit. And but then, you told them, they're going to think about it when they go to sleep, though. That's, that's the thing. That's you all. said I it. Want, I want you to be better. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening to another episode of Textually Active. We'll be back next Tuesday. Stop being for... creepy looking at the girls in the gym. They don't like it. <laughs> for another episode. That's right. Stop judging the people in the gym on the machines. They don't like it. Okay, I will. <laughs> I'll be judging. Do do I am I allowed to tell them they're doing it wrong now? Uh, please. Okay. All right. Please. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be back next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.